Happy Monday, Liberty lovers, and it is the Christmas or holiday season, whatever you want to call it. I don't really care. I was raised Jewish, but here I am still promoting Christmas products to you because we do have some brand new products in the Lions of Liberty store. We now have a special holiday edition of our Taxation is Death mug, as well as a holiday edition of our Lions of Liberty beanie hat. Both excellent products for the holiday season. Can't you just picture yourself sitting around the fire with a nice Merry Taxation is Death mug? filled with some amazing morning roar coffee maybe with a little bit of a little bit of rum in there a little bit of whiskey in there whatever you like a little bit of Kahlua I don't know I'm not going to tell you what to do the point is oh doesn't it feel so warm and cozy you can get these products by going over to lionsofliberty.store or there's a way to get them for free my friends because right now we are running a very special promotion for anyone who joins the Lions of Liberty Pride our group on Patreon our supporters of this show you can find that by going to patreon.com slash lionsofliberty and right now for a very limited time anyone who joins at $10 or higher will receive a holiday edition of our Taxation is Death coffee mug, and anyone that joins at $15 or higher will get that same mug and the Lions of Liberty holiday beanie. But wait, there's more, because every single member of the Pride, every single person on Patreon is going to be entered into a special raffle for a huge package, which will include beanies, mugs, a five-pound bag of coffee, awesome, awesome stuff. And the deadline to enter is tonight, if you're listening on the day of the release of this podcast. If you're listening after... Sorry, tough luck. You should really act faster. But if you're listening to this show on the day of its release, you can enter by midnight tonight to be eligible for this prize. So come on over to patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. Join the pride. Get yourself some holiday merch and help us grow this show going into the new year. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here's your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. Welcome, everybody. Ho, ho, higgity, ho. Welcome to our annual Liberty Naughty or Nice special. I've got the entire Lions of Liberty crew there. It was a close call with JB. In fact, why don't we, why don't we mix things up for the holidays? Why don't we bring in the doctor of science himself, JB Lubin, first. JB, how are you? Happy holidays. Welcome to Naughty or Nice. What are you drinking? It's glad to have you here when you didn't know you were going to be on the show 10 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Happy holidays. I made it. Um, I'm drinking some local beer, Philly, Dock Street, Rye IPA. I'm a big fan of the Rye IPA. I know you hop haters out there might not be too keen, but give it a try sometime. It's a little bit smoother. You know, that Rye smooths it out. I don't know. Smooth, smooth Rye. You sound very... (laughs) Are you just making shit up? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty much making shit up to get you to drink it. You guys should just put... You know, have you tried pouring uh, cayenne pepper motor oil in your IPA? Really smooths it out. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Science. Good advice. It does taste Dr. different. Though. The rye Dr. makes it taste different. That is not a lie. Dr. Wow. Science should have a, a show about like a cocktail show, how to make cocktails by adding like really dangerous things to it. <laughs> Just pour a little bleach in your vodka, kids, and then give it to mom and go to bed. Now take out the spine of the fugu fish and stir your drink with it. <laughs> JB, is bleach actually dangerous to drink? No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah. I would when I was in like uh Sammy when Sosa can attest that it's dangerous to swim in. When you're I was leaving for basic training, there were some other troops there that had drank like capfuls of bleach so they'd pass their drug tests. Does that work? I don't I've never heard that before. What? I, I can't imagine it working. <laughs> and a capful's not enough to really hurt you, you know. Yeah, but. they seemed all right. Yeah. What if you next put Dr. In your Science eyes? on the next episode of Dr. Yeah, Science? Yeah, I wouldn't rub it in your eyes or anything. And and don't take don't start taking capfuls of bleach because I said so. Well, there was some. I, I, I remove all liability from myself. This is not medical advice. Who was she had a a blind something like she was blind or wanted she thought she should have been blind so she got bleach from a doctor quote unquote doctor of I don't know eyeball blinding science uh, put bleach in her eyeballs and he injected her eyeballs with bleach making her was blind. It and fulfilling yeah Wait, when he's not she... when he's not curing kids eyeballs in africa he's injecting people's eyeballs with bleach in the uk did you guys what? see that article that girl that was high on math and howie she... i haven't even gotten through anyone's introduction besides jb and we already <laughs> she are... tore she tore her eyes out and squished them in her hands and now she oh, oh god don't say i did that. hear about that is did, it a crime should she do time for she was really pretty out? before i don't she want to talk about this <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, if I met her on Tinder, I'd be like, so what do you look like before you squished your eyes? 
Pretty hot. Can I see some of those? Does she, she think better, on Tinder? Sure. Does she post pictures of herself with eyeballs and she shows up on the first date and you're like, where are your fucking eyeballs? So that's Brian. He's here. Yeah, that's Brian. <laughs> nope, nobody, nobody enjoys this joke about <laughs> posting old pictures of yourself that don't look accurate. In I, current to, time. I was just kind of lost thinking how blind people even use Tinder. I was like, how does well, that It's got to be some sort of Braille app or Braille re- Tinder. Yeah. Blender. Blind Tinder. Oh, we need to cater to this market. Blender's my favorite reindeer. It could just be like a Tinder that like the phone reads out the profile to you. But it's more, I know like blind people have, can use computers, but like Twinder, Tinder's a lot about looking at people. Twinder and Tinder for twins. Yeah. The the, the AI can judge how attractive the person is and tell the blind person. Yeah. I'm saying like a lot of this is swiping based very much on like visual, like if you're physically attracted to this person, like, I don't care. Like, there's no way to do that if you're blind. Can't, can it, like, um, give a Braille image of the face and they can put their hand over it? And Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe things have gotten... Braille, like, if they have real big tits, the Braille bumps are larger than they usually <laughs> normally be. <laughs> this sounds perfect for uh, VR. If they've got Mark, Mark's frustrated. Mark's getting up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet just you, mute myself because I. I wonder if you're. Anyway. Do you think no one has been introduced yet besides JB? If you don't listen to the show, you only know Doctor Science. You don't know anybody else. Mark's, a bunch Mark's of ability to host the show, naughty or nice. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. So we have Odie here, and uh, I'm drinking Jim Beam and ginger. And uh, Brian, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a combination. Uh, well, they're not a combination because I combine, but I'm drinking eggnog with ice in it, Mark, not hot. Mm. Uh, and somebody gave me a lovely bottle. Uh, it's my birthday is coming up, but Basil Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye. And it's delicious. I bet it, it looks is. Good. Sure felt like it was more rye than it changes the flavor. Basil Hayden's, so. huh? Yeah, man. Good bourbon. Yeah. All right, Odie, keep, uh, keep hosting. Come on. Rico. Yinling. Oh, yeah. Huh? Out of the bottle, just for you guys. Surprising. <laughs> That's Rico. Oh, He's our fridge. lawyer. That's yeah. Mark's fave. Mark loves Yingling. I hate Ying. Oh, okay. You knew that. That's what this was. I didn't think you drank Yingling, Rico. Um, Somebody leave it well, at your house? Uh, I don't know why it's here. I don't know anything. <laughs> I probably thinking back now that everyone's drinking eggnog, I should have gone down and gotten my bourbon and mixed the eggnog. In my fridge. Maybe I'll do that during a lull in the show when I'm not needed. Maybe we should do a sequel to Rico's Bloody Mary mix recipe and do, do Rico's eggnog mix recipe. All this eggnog talk reminds me of the first ever Naughty or Nice when Trent Seaman was there. Who's and that dude? <laughs> naughty. He gets a naughty. We recorded at, at my house. Naughty and, goes to Trent. And he brought eggnog. And it was like Jim Beam eggnog. And I didn't realize it had Jim Beam already mixed into it. So I added more Jim Beam <laughs> nice. to it. And it was delicious. Did you yeah, think man. they just recommended adding Jim Beam to I it? just saw like Jim Beam made some eggnog. I don't know. Something would have to be. Am I the only one in the panel that finds eggnog disgusting? Yeah. Everyone oh, likes it? Yep. But, but yeah. is it because, do you think it's just mayonnaise with liquid in it? Because I know black people don't like mayonnaise. I like what? I like mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't like eggnog. I don't. I, <laughs> no, JB, we mean real black people. That's like a running joke in the like black Twitter is always like making fun of uh, white people. Blitter. Black, yeah, I blitter. I don't know where that came from. I've seen plenty of black people put mayo on their sandwiches. It's it's propaganda, really. Came from Chris, right. Chris Rock. Chris Rock put that out there. Yeah, one joke, and all of a sudden, it's just like. This is just how black people are. One That's job. all it takes, Dr. Science. Hey, from this podcast, people are going to think all black people are scientists. So we're, we're, we're pushing you in the right direction. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we're, we're combating that mayonnaise stereotype, one science podcast at a time. And lastly, our central intelligence officer, Howie Snowden. <laughs> Hi. Hey. What's up? <laughs> bring in the energy every time we do a show like this i wonder what it's like when someone like finds this show through like a tom woods interview that is maybe you know very coherent and logical and then just tunes into this nonsense and i love that that person is gonna love this show because Mm -hmm. clearly of course so at this point in the evening i'm now drinking um i've been drinking this a lot recently uh this Guinness milk stout that they make at the Baltimore Guinness brewery here. Oh, I what? there's a that. Guinness brewery in Baltimore. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that where my Guinness comes from? Or does it come from Ireland? I, I think so. I don't think it comes from Ireland. And that's oh. why it tastes better there. Cause why is it water- still so goddamn expensive? I don't know. <laughs> it's a very valid question. But it's funny. I've been drinking this a lot recently because when I first saw this at the store a few weeks ago, I got uh, two six-packs of it. My wife's like, well, save at least one for me. I want to try it. So I saved one that first night. Then the next day, she like went to sleep. I'm like, well, she's not going to drink it tonight, obviously. I'll just get more tomorrow. So I drank that, get six more. Drank, took up, all of her pills, drank her up, and I drink, drink all but one. Then she drink all but one. She goes to sleep. I'm like, well, she's not going to drink it tonight. I'll drink it. I guess I'd go back, get some more on the way home from work tomorrow. <laughs> and it just keeps happening over and over and over again. So this isn't the first thing I drank tonight, but I did happen to pick up another six pack of this today. Oh, wait, how your internet blows right now. Anybody else getting that? Yeah, I see it. It's like no, digitized. That's, that's the lighting in my... No, nah, man, it's your, your, your shit's all digital. The right lighting now. makes Howie freeze, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, is it a strobe lighting? <laughs> I don't Virginia, know. The Virginia National Guard is taking out Howie's power ahead of... A Clearly, slowly, though, one, be, one megabyte at a time, so he doesn't notice. Oh, about, one thing, though. If anybody has any good mold wine recipes, please send them my way. I need that sounds milk. disgusting. Mold That's wine is horrible. Why would you want to be hot podcast. wine? Ugh. Hot wine and hot eggnog here on the Lions of Liberty. This is one of many reasons you should join our Patreon to uh, listen to Howie's new program, Moldy Wines, with Howie's Noted. <laughs> that will be coming out uh, later tonight, I think. I'll actually be talking about mold wine in an upcoming episode of Tasting Anarchy. So, Mold oh. wine and old women. The Howie Stone Review Podcast, <laughs> where he drinks moldy wine and he talks to old women on the sun Other benches. good reasons are Drinking. so you can see the strobe Howie weird digital shit that's going on with Howie by seeing the live streams of the show. For as little as $2, you can join as a Lion Cup and get all of our live streams via the Facebook group, uh, the private secret pride Facebook group. So... I'm under the weather. Does anyone else want to take over hosting while I shut the fuck up for a while? Oh, yeah, because you've been really killing it so far. Were you That's hosting? Exactly. This is my point. You're the only one that knows what the naughty or nice... Uh, oh, yeah. Are. I'm so the only one that has access to our Facebook group. But anyway, what I did here was I left up... Uh, this is this gets me to another thing I was going to say, which is why another reason to join our our, our pride on Patreon. Who keeps banging... The Howie! Mike Howie! Yeah, that was me. Three times. It was like the ringing of the goddamn bells in church. The only reason I didn't know is because I've never been to a church. Come on. Uh, not for not since I was like twelve. Now it's a cute story. Sounds sad it? about that, Brian. Want to hear it? It's almost on Jesus. Birthday. Why do you sound so sad about that? <laughs> I have a feeling we're gonna hear it no matter what we. I want. missed the choir music. That was nice. No, I was. Uh, my mom was Catholic. I was raised yes, Catholic, so. and we. I'm telling you, hey, it's Christmas, man. This is when it happens. But she, she like made my sister and I go over and over again. Then I was like 12 years old. And I was like, I don't believe in God. I'm not going. And I didn't. I thought about it. Went back inside. And my sister, what, age you know, 10, she's like, me neither. And, uh, <laughs> that was it. We didn't go to church anymore. Wow, that was easy. What didn't I think of Yeah, about? man. My mom tried to take us like two Christmases. Then she got too lazy to go. Because once you have anybody to go with, my mom wasn't that big a believer to like, go on her own and tote it over there every day. So... That was a- Dude, around that age, my mom said I had to be a altar boy, and I'm like, nope, not doing it. And she's like, yes, you are. And I tried to like lock myself in the bathroom. Next thing I know, I'm dragged to the church, and then I was an altar boy. Dragged into the back of the church, you mean, as an altar boy. <laughs> sounds like an NAP violation <laughs> to me. Yeah, How like he was only saved by his shallow asshole. The priest were like, I, nope, cross him off the list. Too shallow of a bump. I think you have uh, full rights at that age, so not an app violation. Do you guys play secret bingo when we do these shows and like everyone gets a point and I don't even know about it? Like Brian has to say shallow asshole every time now and then he gets a point. Like, is there a secret game going on this whole time? That's Maybe I'd be race. impressed if there was. I want the Lions to live. The true Lions of Liberty fans appreciate the shallow asshole reference. He did say it at that the last episode when you guys were doing some live thing. I know. Yep. Oh, at the punk show? Yeah, yeah, he did he, say shallow did, asshole. Like, yeah, this is an, this an inside joke here, but I got to say it. Uh, it's very Hope doesn't have a shallow asshole, though. <laughs> he had to say it. It's not an inside joke. People that are fans of the podcast will get the inside joke. New people won't. They got to go back and listen to all the episodes. If you get the shallow asshole joke, tweet us at Lions Liberty right now while you're listening. Well, you know that Shallow Hal movie originally was called Shallow Household, and it was about him having a shallow asshole. The, and it, well, they changed it for obvious reasons. Do you have any jokes that aren't just combining two words together? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Come back to me halfway through the show. 
<laughs> hey, I didn't come up with Blender. That was fucking Rico. That's true. He started it. Um, well, anyway, the premise of this sh- annual show we do that we have been doing, I, f- I believe this is the sixth year in a row. Unbelievably so. Actually, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh, my God. This is the seventh one, actually. Math. Wow. This is the seventh time we've done Naughty or Nice. That is mind-blowing. What we do is, because we're libertarians, we look at everything through the ideas of liberty. We come up with a list of people, we talk about them, and we decide if they've been naughty or nice for liberty. How fucking fascinating is this idea? Uh, But this year, we left the entire list to the Lions of Liberty Pride. That is another reason to join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty so I'm just going to go down the list in order of votes and uh, we'll talk about everything. And it's going to be interesting because the first person on this list, <laughs> <laughs> this could go in so many different ways because it really could. Well, you'll see the first person on this list. We don't actually technically know who this person is. The first person we're going to talk about here on naughty or nice is Jeffrey Epstein's killer. Whoever that may be. <laughs> oh, we know who that is. Don't we? Well, well are we, well, when we we're talking, when we're yeah, talking we, about we, killer, we initiated it, but no, I I think they're pulling the deed now. They're bored. But anyways, go on. No, that's all I had to say. I'm I, confused. I mean, Wait, what are you insinuating, Rico? You yeah, know what I'm pulling the deed. Mean. I don't even know what you're saying. He's, he's afraid to say what he's insinuating. Yes, I'm afraid of calling out the people that kill everyone. <laughs> oh, okay, insiders. <laughs> I think she might be dead. The- pictures i've seen of her it does not look like her anymore she's a robot <laughs> like how we will not person. name these people <clears throat> she's been replaced she's been I th- replaced i think it's much funnier if we never name them the whole show <laughs> she hasn't had a this- chance to go back to her home planet yet so probably that costume's getting well, a little saggy that's why she wears the burlap sacks all the time did you guys see the one article going around that said blankety blank uh is appeared at this thing and is looking stunning 20 years younger and there was two pictures and i had no idea which one was supposed to be the more I was like that office meme. I was like, they're the same picture. They look the, the more recent one, it looks like awful. But uh, they I'm showed looking a, at this right now. They showed a picture of her on December 4th and then December 14th. 10 days. Com- looks completely different. And like but if you, old in both. If you had, yeah, terrible in both. But if you had plastic surgery, you would still be like scarred and at home and not out in public doing shit. It's either that or Epstein's adrenochrome supply has been cut off. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! I, someone just started a band called Epstein's Adrenochrome Supply. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that so for this, be Howie. For this one, supply. since uh, <laughs> since I submitted this idea in the Pride, it's Jeffrey Howie, Epstein's killer. It's Howie and the rest of the ba- uh, the remaining members of Air Supply, <laughs> and they formed Jeffrey Epstein's Adrenochrome Supply. <laughs> We're probably gonna have to get those guys some Adrenochrome to get them. Uh, and they will get a naughty. Uh, I mean, a nice mixture for sure. Odie, I think you had some comments on this action. Anyway, Jeffrey Epstein's killer. Um, I don't know. I just kind of threw it out there. I didn't really think it through. That was so you. Just, oh, yeah, that was you. I'll just do it on the spot. Um, you know, I think, I, I guess no, no matter who killed him, if it was, if he killed himself or if someone else killed him, I think you got to say that they're naughty because then he's really not being brought to justice and all of uh, you know the victims and all the people that were tied up in this, his accomplices, are getting off scot-free. So it's kind of weird to say, but yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's killer. If it's Epstein or if it's... Wait, wait, wait. What if it was just a security guard that took things into his, to his own hands because they didn't think that justice would be served and just decided I'm going to kill this pedophile. What could be saying? another theory. Maybe that's your theory. I, I don't know. I've got a question for you Maybe though, Odie. If you're Santa Claus and Epstein killed himself, you're like, well, guess he's going on the nice list. You're, <laughs> you're going to put Jeffrey Epstein on the nice list for this year? If you were Santa Claus and you yourself was nice, how would, you would how, give him, how a, you you would have given him a child sex doll so he'd stop fucking all these kids. He said he was on the naughty list. Anyway, wouldn't you? How are you getting Jeffrey Epstein on the nice list from this? I, don't I thought you said whoever killed him. I thought we were talking about his killer. Yeah, I killed him. Yeah, different. He, I mean, he, he can be oh, naughty, and himself. the person who killed him I, can also yeah. be naughty. But if the person who killed him is, but, but not, you, is him, and he's nice. Whether, yeah, whether or not he yeah, killed himself, he's still per, naughty. If the person who killed him is nice and he killed himself, you're saying he's this, naughty This sounds like I'm saying the person who killed him is naughty. So if he killed himself, he's naughty. And I programmed you to think that. This sounds like the script to like uh, the sequel to Clue, 
like <laughs> running up people running around saying who killed Epstein. <laughs> it should uh, be the clue Epstein edition. <laughs> Tim Curry coming back. Makes it was Tim Curry. Curry was, got on this I think that hit a little too close to home. It probably was him. <laughs> I agree with Odie. It's uh, not for him not being brought to justice because I think dying is probably. <laughs> I don't know what more justice you're going to get out of out of that situation, but. I mean, Spending He's not going to be time tortured. Is probably worse than dying. Well, and also, you know, I think a lot of people like to really fuck with pedophiles. So who knows what kind of torture he, he was so gone. rich. He was so rich. He would have been able to buy whatever he wanted from any bird, from any inmates. He would have been like the guys in Goodfellas cooking pasta in the back cell because he would have bought been, all the ramen, all the top ramen from the commissary, yeah. and been selling that as currency everywhere. He would have yeah. owned that place. Yep. He would have been the so, but, of his jail. Yeah. But uh, he not getting all the information out about all his accomplices or whoever he was running in circles with, I think that's the big kind of tragedy out of his death at that time. So. Yep. I would, I, I would definitely agree that his killer is, uh, I think, naughty. Uh, and for that exact reason is that we're not getting to hear the truth, which is bullshit. There's so many other people that should go down and he could have taken down. And if he had only lived, we could have heard about that. We might, we might see Hermer Schmergerlinger, lizard lady, uh, behind bars finally. She wouldn't be considering running for president again. But now it's all back to conjecture land. If only there was someone else, maybe a woman who knew everything that Epstein knew still, you know, running around. Hmm, you mean, oh, uh, she's uh, got to be dead. Oh yeah! Right. Come on. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I forgot. I actually forgot probably, all about her. She was I thought probably, they tracked her. I thought they tracked her down in Europe somewhere. No, she was probably his handler. I'm sure she's probably back in Israel or something. That's true. She's already a Mossad agent working with uh, what's his face Weinstein. Oh, that's old. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein <laughs> hires Mossad agents to track his women that he molested and intimidate oh, them. Did you read right. about this? I forgot. Come on, oh, yeah, Harvey that, Weinstein, naughty or nice? Oh, yeah, wasn't it like a, a, a like a private security firm like filled with ex-Mossad agents yeah, or something? Was, yeah, yeah. He, that's, I, that's was, what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was all ex-Mossad agents, and he'd be like, "All right, go intimidate this person. Go find out all the dirt on him." So she's probably working with him now. Probably. Watch, he'll get off. Well, he'll get off. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, he pretty much did get off. He paid $25 million More or less. He paid him off, yeah. He yeah. got off many times. In most, purple, in most universes, paying $25 million for anything is not getting off, but in his, it probably is. You know what's funny not, is that he probably, paid the, he probably paid a lot of those actresses way more than $25 million that ended up like blowing him in the shower over the Just course of their... because you pay off a victim doesn't mean you can't be on, brought up on charges anymore. Are they dropping the charges? Well, if it's a, if they're sol- if they're settling with him, then he's paying them off. Then they're dropping the charge. That's all point. It's separate. But weren't, yeah, weren't there all kinds of statue statue limitation issues with like criminal going after him criminally? Wait, I Rico, there were. Rico. Yeah, I there's... thought it was all civil. I didn't realize he was in like. I thought he was arrested. He wasn't arrested. Oh no, no, this is all civil. He wasn't arrested. He was never arrested for anything. Really? It's Rico. all civil. Wow. Are there some crimes that were like? you get charged no matter what. Like I always see on SVU where they call the police and they're like, no, I don't want to charge them. They're like, it's too late now. It's up to the prosecutors. And <laughs> like the, it's been and 14 the, minutes, ma'am. There's yeah. The- yeah. Like domestic violence, just because the, the wife says, Oh, I don't want to, or assuming it's the wife being battered. She says, Oh, I don't want to press charges. They're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, we see a broken arm and a couple black eyes. So we don't really, we're not going to take your opinion. Yeah into account we're gonna charge him anyways so it's not up to the it's not up to the victim in some crimes no it's ultimately always up to the the prosecutors whether they're gonna try or not and then if they feel like um the people aren't gonna cooperate and then it's gonna be too hard to put on a case they factor that into it but it's not his wife you're gonna look guys the lesson here is if you're gonna beat your wife which you shouldn't but if you're gonna do it hit her in the face with doorknobs so that when she tells the cops she fell into a doorknob she's not lying Brian McWilliams, ladies and gentlemen. Get the forensics team out here. It was a doorknob. <laughs> I got it right here in my I hand. I hold it in my hand. It's on this stick. Uh, yeah, naughty. From and, is anybody there. saying Epstein's killer was nice? Or are we uh, unified? No, naughty. I was waiting to chime in. Go ahead. But Go I'm not going to say he's nice. I will give a naughty. Caveat, though, an argument could be made for nice because it did create 
the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself meme, which is maybe the biggest, not maybe, it's 100% the biggest conspiracy meme that's ever existed because yeah. it's gone into pop culture, it's been in mainstream media, and maybe there is something to be said for that in the way that it might inspire a certain number of people to look into all of this stuff a little bit further. There could be an argument. I, t- I tend to disagree. Could be. Which is why With I was what? going to answer this in a hypothetical, because I think this whole thing, Epstein killed himself. No, he didn't. He was murdered is a false choice. I think he's still alive. And as a matter of fact, (laughs) his, his plastic surgeon just died in a plane crash. And if you just, if you were like faking your death and got some plastic surgery, you might want to tie up some loose ends. And from what I hear, the guy looked like he was dead before the plane crashed. So what you hear from based on what are you hearing this from? Where are you going to hear information from? Hey, hey, I hear things. I I, I also hear that, uh, how he's got his ear to the sky. I also hear that Edward Snowden is either, been pardoned or arrested and coming will be home in 2020 where are these sources yeah where where is this coming from arrested by the russians (laughs) anarchy twitter oh that's well i guess it's an older story but edward snowden could be a naughty or nice maybe but anyways not this year i know in the hypothetical situation where someone killed epstein i would tend to agree that although a disgusting pedophile like him should be killed, and that's not on its face a bad thing. The fact that we didn't get the information out of him that we could and bring down the larger, more important criminals, all the people in power that he has been probably blackmailing all these years, it's uh, definitely naughty. It's a loss of mm-hmm. justice. All right. JB, did you have something to say? Uh, no, he's naughty. Like, there was too much stuff that I really wanted to hear but ultimately knew i never was was because of the situation that never came out that there's no way uh i could give him a nice even though he did you know dispose of a disgusting human being hey, you does know it's that, a man does anyone, i assume it's a man that's, that's man. one of those that's, one that's of those guards work. was a woman for, the, for was... the sake of being sexist you know though there are some stone cold killers in the uh, yeah if you, know. you ever watched the show snapped you know yeah. Women kill. Does anyone think it would have been too damaging to our society to hear the full truth of how t- corrupt and evil and awful are all the powerful people in our well, country? Well, clearly, hearing the full truth would have been too damaging. Look at the uh, Horowitz report that came out showing the FBI was completely fucking full of shit, and uh, they pretended that was, you know, something that we should really consider. Well, I'm hoping you've had, the, Af- you've had the Afghanistan papers, yeah. the, um, uh, what were the ones a few years ago? The Panama papers yeah. and, and the Pentagon admitted UFOs. <laughs> That's all happened. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, and no one has lost their shit. Yeah. yeah. No one gives a fuck. So I don't even think it would matter to it's anybody amazing. that doesn't, doesn't already matter to. I don't, I'm not sure what would matter to, at this I, point. I, I, I know did you, what would matter. Did you guys see that, uh, intercept article where I, I never heard this before but the pentagon had a secret program where they were training ex-officers to infiltrate the media and then spin the narratives into the pro pentagon positions look anytime you see someone on mainstream media that is labeled um whatever whatever intelligence expert or whatever they're a cia guy that was or military guy mm-hmm. whatever all the same shit that was just put into the media and yes that's it. yeah but i didn't realize the pentagon was actually like training their people to like you know what you're gonna leave here and then become part of the media and it was an organized program to train these people in media relations hold on rico you don't believe that that they could do that Uh, i do i didn't say i didn't believe it i just never thought of it before and i was like i i feel stupid i I know the cia does that but you're saying the pentagon does it too yeah it was a whole pentagon program or it probably still is are you what is it operation mockingbird or What's that one? Well, anyway, we're 30 minutes into the show and are on the first guy, so maybe we should move <laughs> yep. on while how, while how you... Yeah, know, 40 minutes in, really. Oh, yeah, Operation Mockingbird is where the CIA has uh, people infiltrated into the news media to push their agenda and propaganda. No, let's, get a, let's get an order down for how we're going to go through these so we knock them out. Yes, host Odie. That's going to take another 15 minutes. All right, Odie. never let's mind. Just, let's just go. Let's go. Just go, through. Just go, man. Well, Mark, the, next go. One is, the next one is do nothing, man. Naughty. So... No, uh, well, are, well we, are we calling Do Nothing Man naughty or Brian naughty? Uh, I, I will know, say I'm the confused. publishing schedule for Do Nothing Man has become naughty, but there's, there's one coming by the end of the month. <laughs> I will give Do Nothing Man a big nice for being a shining yeah. example of how libertarians would act as superheroes if they were lazy and alcoholic. I'll give him a nice because yes. I really enjoyed his uh, performance at Porkfest. 
Most definitely. I enjoyed your performance at Porkfest. Yeah, that's so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) And anybody else any object or are we uh, consolidated on nice for do nothing, man? Someone should object. I think we need Uh, more. We need more do nothing, man. Could he do more? Could he do more? I mean, maybe does he get a naughty for being so damn lazy? Would that be ironic? Would that be laziness is what you want? Yeah, well, should do nothing more, do nothing, man, to do more than no, he's not clearly. I mean, I say clearly he shouldn't because doing nothing is what we want everybody to do because the world would be a better place if people just got the hell out of the nothing. way. I just want the government to stop being the tool for doing things. Well, if if people did nothing, the government can't exist, can it? So do Brian, nothing. I think Nor Brian should exist. just become a do nothing man and ditch his personality. And become and host ELL is do nothing, man. If we could get enough well, money together where I could quit my job it. and make the do nothing layer and live underground, <laughs> I well, that, would do that's it. That's our 2020 goal, which is why you should all go and join the Lions of Liberty Pride at patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty and send us to Austin, Texas to cover the LNC. Imagine do nothing, man, being nominated for president. That can happen. <laughs> right, amen. That right, amen. Hold your horses, kitty cats. I have to jump in here for one second and tell you about another great libertarian podcast. And this one is not your typical podcast. This one doesn't really focus so much on the ideas of liberty, but on music. And who doesn't love music in some form or another? I, I guess some people don't, but who really wants to know those people anyway? Let's be honest. Anyway, the show is aptly titled Sounds Like Liberty. Sounds Like Liberty is hosted by Liberty's favorite favorite nerdy husband, Nick Pacone, and his wife, Lizzie. They speak to guests every single week to find out who has the best music taste here in Ancapistan. And uh, the Lions of Liberty have actually been on the show, at least a good number of us. Myself, uh, Brian McWilliams, and Howie Snowden have all been on Sounds Like Liberty. We're still waiting for the John Odermatt episode, uh, but uh, we're not actually sure if John listens to music because we already know he doesn't watch movies. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and go on over to ancapmusic.com and check out Sounds Like Liberty or just search Sounds Like Liberty on your favorite podcatcher. That's all I do. I I stick completely to the podcatchers, but Sounds Like Liberty is an excellent show and really does a great job of merging culture, music, and liberty together. I highly recommend this program. If that wasn't enough, the show is co-hosted by an African-American female ANCAP. I mean, what, what more could you ask for? And by the way, Nick did tell me to say, that in the ads (laughs) do check out sounds like liberty go to ancapmusic.com right now to learn more do nothing man is a great character why don't we get into some of the more controversial ones where i think there's going to be some split opinions here do it all right host howie for example what do you all think about justin amash a little further down the list but i will allow it because i don't care i think it's a good one I'll let other people go first because i haven't talked about him on ell a while i'm gonna pee i'll start i'm gonna give him a naughty and I'll tell you why. Mm. Even though he's been, I think, probably one of the best congressmen we've ever had, I've had a real bad taste in my mouth about what he's been doing recently. Reason being is, especially this whole impeachment thing, like, yes, I think President Trump should be impeached for helping the Saudis commit genocide in Yemen. And if you're not even going to mention that, and you're going to go along with an obvious deep state coup to like remove a duly elected president, like I think it's bullshit. And I, I don't, people are like, oh, he should run for libertarian for president. I don't want that. I don't want someone who's not going to be talking about the real serious shit, the wars, the war crimes, the like things that every president in my lifetime should be impeached for, but this nonsense, I don't want that shit muddying up our movement and I'm giving him a naughty. It's, I really don't like what he's been doing recently. A strong naughty from Howie. I agree with everything Howie said. It's going a little too much with, um, it just seems like he's putting his position solely on anti-Trump, which is it's not nuanced as you would hope that he would be. And I, I haven't seen it. It seems like he's just going along with the flow. And the, 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 pe- the people that are like, technically, he might have broke the law. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe. But you know what? All of these people wipe their ass with the Constitution every goddamn day for something this minor and bullshit where they really they just want this one dude out. Screw that. I'm not going to back that. That argument does bother me that the, technically he might, he probably did because I agree. He probably technically did break a law somewhere along the way. Yeah. And, and he, and 
And, uh, you know, he probably has committed impeachable offenses because everything's an impeachable offense, first of all. Yeah, anything is. Whatever you decide is impeachable is impeachable offense. Picking your nose in public is a fucking impeachable offense. And this is what really – I think this comes down to uh, somebody else we'll talk about maybe, including Donald Trump, who's on this list too. Uh, It's really about like – it's so hard for us to talk about this stuff in general, especially with people out there because Trump is so polarizing. And I think – on a lot of important things, we libertarians or real libertarians would strongly oppose what Trump is doing and do strongly oppose what Trump is doing, especially with things, um, well, border wall aside, uh, that may be more controversial, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, especially with the war in Yemen and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, a, a literal mass starvation of people, that's such an obvious crime. But when people like Justin Amash are going after Trump about the same stuff that the Democratic establishment is going after him for and not about the, the war crimes and not about this stuff. I mean, I, he, Justin Amash has co-sponsored bills to end the funding. So let's, I mean, I'm not going to act like he doesn't bring it up, but he, he doesn't bring it up in the context of what we're talking about. And I think that is problematic. I'm not ready to give him a naughty. I'm not ready to give him a nice either. I I'm ready to, to give him a naughty. I'm a naughty. <laughs> well, I got to get him back on the show, so I can't give, give him Yeah, well, I mean, again, I it's political here. It's it's hard because he does. He, I mean, there's a lot he's done well, but it's like he's distracted now. Ever since he's left the GOP, it's like he it's his focus seems off. I can't remember thinking, hearing really much about it. Um, I'm sure he opposed the latest spending bill, though. I got to think, but um, he did. Yeah, man, it's just too much. And now the Demo- when you have the Democrats being like, we want Justin Amash to be the guy that's running the Senate hearings because you know you know that he's gone too far on this one issue. When you've got these horrible people that he opposes on ninety percent of the shit coming back to him because they want him to cheerlead for the 10% of the shit that really doesn't fucking matter. I'd like to hear JB's opinion on this. Well, I'm thinking, oh, all right. You I want know you were, really? quote unquote, weren't prepared, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, I thought we were going to have to come up with this list. So this format is way easier for me. Well, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, um, you don't have to come up with anything. Uh, so when I was listening to you guys talk, I had, I was really thinking, I was wondering what, Justin Amash's motivations would be for publicly being against Trump, disliking Trump, or uh, basically being on the side of impeachment. Can anyone? I don't know. I, and I'm saying this is not a rhetorical I, I, question. I, I have if a, anyone I have has a, any ideas or any speculations, I, I think I do, he's being honest in his assessment. I don't agree with his assessment, but I don't think he has. Well, that's uh, personally that's honestly, my first thought, honestly, but it doesn't seem like you guys think that. You no, know, no. I I, honestly, I think. Uh, this is going to sound great, but I think he suffers from Trump derangement syndrome because oh, definitely his, that, that's his, his, because, because no, but because no. his parents are, I think one is Syrian and one is Palestinian. And I think things like that, what was perceived as a Muslim ban really rubbed him the wrong way and like pushed him over the disguised, terrible, awful bridge. And I could see being upset with that stuff. But, I mean, it wasn't really a Muslim ban, like the most populous Muslim countries in the world could still come here, like Indonesia and different places. But um, I could see if I was of that background, I felt like I was being attacked like that and singled out in some like racist nonsense that I might just be like blinded to like the, the way we're seeing things. So you're saying it's personal. In my opinion, same same way I feel about like j- how Judge Knapp's been acting recently. But, but I think you can be honest in your assessment and t- be doing it in a way that you don't you're, you don't realize maybe how much your bias is pushing you in one direction. Yeah, I think, so I, think that's right. I think you I think both those things can be true. I, I just mean I don't think he has an ulterior motive. I think he I no. think he means it. I guess is what I, what I mean. Yeah, and that's what I it, it didn't seem that way the way that you were describing it, which is my thought. It's like someone I think it might have been how he mentioned go with the flow. It's like what flow? Justin Amash is not well, a Democrat. A it's not a, oh, that was not a very libertarian concept. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't say go with the flow. That was I, me. I, I, Somebody think, did. Was that, was that Rico? I'm yeah. like, he's not a Democrat. You know, most, I think the vast majority of Republicans, at least elected Republicans, at least in, I, in public side with Trump. So what I, I meant by going with the flow is like, he's not, uh, like how he said, he's not actually bringing up the real serious shit that Trump should be questioned about. He's he's like, oh my God, Ukraine, he, he had a yeah. fucking phone call with the goddamn president. Oh, Jesus. Got to get this guy out of here. And where is 
the actual in-depth analysis of what Trump's doing from Amash. Like JB, when uh, Clinton was being impeached and they asked Ron Paul if he was going to vote for impeachment, he said like, well, yeah, I think he should be impeached, but I think he should be impeached because it's like bombing campaign in Iraq and all these things he's doing, not for, you know, what they bring it up for. But like if only Amash would just say like, yeah, maybe this isn't that big of a deal, but Trump has done X, Y, and Z that are war crimes and horrible. Just say that and vote for it. And I'm happy. And I'm happy. Just don't. Yeah. Uh, you can I speak. I, I was just going to agree with you. I was just going to say that's fair. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all. I mean, I think he should be impeached, but not for this nonsense. I think yeah, he it's should. like at, at least if you're going to go on the technical grounds and, and say maybe there is the obstruction or, or they go into the Ukraine thing and maybe there's a technical violation here, at least say, but the reason I'm so passionate about this is these X, Y, and Z like principled things, you know, at least do that. But that stuff's totally missing. Yeah, it's like if your wife's going to say, wife's "I'm going to go behind your back," and you're like, "But she makes my sandwiches, and she doesn't cut them triangularly." Like, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're making have all of you. Have all of you said not? Well, JB said nice. Or, I have gave you a said nice or, and, naughty or nice, JB. I don't think that's that's enough to make him naughty. It, it goes back to my my drunken rants before on Trump. Is the reason? Yes, every president's done this before, and every president has committed impeachable offenses. But it's the fact of his demeanor, his character, his his, his the the person as a human being is the reason that he's being targeted and has like whoa 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 is he really <laughs> the best whoa 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 ever <laughs> are, are, are we gonna say that he's like um categorically worse than presidents we've had in the last no. 20 years well, well, no, no, well, no, no. But, let me speak this is better said in an analogy when you're an asshole at work and you fuck up, no one's going to stand up for you. This no is coming from the guy that drafted Barack, Barack yeah, no Obama on his liberty. No one's going to cover for you. When this the is, boss comes in, they're going to be like, yeah, this dude fucked up because now you have no friends. I'm is, not saying it's right, but this is what's happening. Life. Yeah. This right? is like, every president's done this, right? So why is this happening to him? Because he has is, no fucking this friends because he's an asshole. But who are his, I don't think it's right. I, that's that's an assumption. We're getting sort of off of Mosh here. I mean, that's an assumption you're making, but there could certainly be other reasons why people don't like him. Yeah, there are other reasons. Um, but but who are not who are who are who are the people who are not Trump's friends? The CIA, or at least high level members of the CIA, high level members of the FBI, the Democratic Party, um, fucking the Washington media. Post, the New York Times. Like, are we yeah. faulting him for? For listen, not being listen, uh, in bed with these people like no, G.W. Bush saying, and I'm Barack just, Obama, where that doesn't make him I'm, any I'm worse. still not convinced that he has any problems with any federal investigation intelligence agency. I'd be surprised if he knows what they're doing. And whether... Oh, I, I, think like, he does now. I, don't think, I don't think any of us know what any of them are. I want to back I, you all up. Um, so JB's kind of right. People don't like him as a person. And what they don't like is that he may do the same things other presidents do, but he's plain and open and naked about it. And he's exposing things. He's like, wait, you're supposed to lie about that. You're not supposed to say that. And right. like the CIA, the deep state people are like, all right. Yeah, of course, he's doing the things that they probably want him to do anyways, at least with, a, you know, just a little. Yeah, I haven't seen any evidence but that he's the CIA too has open any reasons to be upset with Trump. I mean, what, poor, what is he stopping them from doing? Poor Joe Biden. I mean, he's a vice president. His advisors didn't even tell him that it could have been a problem for Hunter Biden getting paid off by Ukrainian oligarchs. I mean, they didn't Wait. even tell him. Advisors to tell you that, and you're no. I'm being sarcastic. It's <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Couldn't the CIA have told him his eye was going to explode in a bloody mess on stage? Sure, they planned hey, the bomb. I, so I am innocent of anything that Rico has not advised me is a bad idea. But just to come back to Moss for a minute, I am going to go against the grain. I think maybe JB is with me, but for different reasons. I'm going to say nice because I think he has a blind spot on Trump because of the reasons you guys have talked about the immigration past, you know, his, uh, his, own, uh, his own lineage into this country. But I think he's an authentic guy and he left the Democrat party. He's an independent. He's a third party. He's probably going to get reelected as an independent. Yeah. I think it's it's good. I'm going to say nice. And I'm I also going to say I'm glad he didn't change to libertarian. I, I didn't make a choice. I agree. But <laughs> I, if I'm going to – I'll stop being a baby. If I have to choose naughty or nice, he is still the best congressman and is pr pretty much perfect on votes. And one, better. 
and his one blind spot <laughs> is this area, and I don't think he's it's in a malicious way. I would have to give him a nice if I happen to choose naughty or nice. But what we're but predominantly I'm talking about this year, what he's known for this year is this topic. What he's done with impeachment yeah. and fucking collusion. This and, is what yeah. he is known for. And this he year. Everyone's known year. for it because that's all he was talking about. And, but, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying, man. I talk about how many times things. I can say oh, and. Talk about other shit. How many shit. times can I say and? How many and? times can I say and? One more. And. And it's better. And then, come on, you and can say it more. It's good that he left the Republican Party, but I'm glad as how he is, and I guess everybody is. I'm actually glad he didn't join the Libertarians because of the way what he is doing with Trump. So I think it actually is better. I think he get that gets him more in the nice by not joining the Libertarian Party and not associating the Trump stuff with the Libertarian brand. That's it. Next anyway, topic. Who else wants to host? I'll keep hosting. Uh, good. Good. So another. Controversial one that might uh, hinge off of this. I like how he's hosting voice. So, so Tulsi Gabbard. So, <laughs> he's like, add another news. So yeah, Tulsi, really. I'm, I'm going to bring up Tulsi Gabbard. She came out tonight calling for a censure of Donald Trump, which is a lot of Democrats that don't want to go through with this impeachment are talking about, uh, let's just censure him instead, which is like a vote on the Congress saying, like, we disapprove with something the president did. She still might. She's still just saying, I don't know how I'll vote in peace for now, no, blah, blah. But the fact that she's calling for censure kinds indicates to me that she thinks that what they're doing this is a little bit of a step too far. I mean, obviously, that's not the only thing she's done this year. It's not what I would judge my naughty or nice on. But let's just open up the, the discussion to Tulsi Gabbard. I think that's politically motivated. I'm just going to jump in right there. And I don't think that I don't think this is an honest assessment on her part. I think I think that she's leveraging in this and when the when the dust settles and not only is he not removed from office, he's like resurgent from this escapade. She can be on the side of, well, I told you guys and I didn't want to do this in the first place. That's my gut. That's my immediate reaction to it, because you just told me I didn't realize she was on the censure bandwagon. I have heard of some of the House Democrats wanting to do this, but for her to jump in right now, I think it's politically motivated. You know, she does have a history with Trump, though, where when she went to meet with Assad and find out what was actually going on in Syria, she came back and met with him and talked to him about like, hey, you know, he didn't <laughs> gas his own people like we should be out of there. Troops shouldn't be there. Obviously, the troops are still there, but he did stop the CIA program um, from giving weapons to ISIS and Al Qaeda pretty much. And... It seems like most of the troops are leaving and there's a stupid thing with the oil. I don't know. Maybe they had a good interaction. Maybe she had a good experience. Maybe she sees a bigger picture than uh, this Ukraine phone call. Well, um, look, I mean, look, the other thing about Tulsi is if we look at this honestly, let's say she does run against Trump and she gets through these uh, these primaries, which we know won't happen. But you see a lot of overlap. Trump ran an anti-war message. She's an anti-war message. She's trying to appeal to Trump supporters, I think, by saying, look, this is this impeachment thing's a little too far. If she said, let's impeach Trump, she would lose all of his anti-war supporters that, are, that tend to be more on the GOP side. So yeah, I agree. It's a tactical move on her part. But I still wouldn't say that that means that she gets a naughty for the year. I mean, Tulsi, for me... I mean, even though I disagree with a lot of her policies, just bringing the forefront of the war issue, every single debate to the forefront, making that her primary issue, she gets a nice for me automatically trying to get the goddamn Democrats back on the anti-war train, all for it. So nice. What about her, uh, her uh, boyfriend's rendition of John Lennon Imagine that she sang along with in the tour bus? Did you see that? It's fine. No. I did not <laughs> I see that. I don't, I, 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 <laughs> I, do I, I don't think I registered my nice, but I give her a nice because she's the only candidate that puts, the anti -war, it? <laughs> it puts the anti-war message first. Like, Bernie's actually pretty good on the anti-war stuff, but he never, ever talks about it. It's not his number one never thing. Never talks about it. For no, her, it is. And I hear a lot of libertarians say, oh, yeah, she's good on war, but nothing else. She's a crazy, stupid socialist. Well, yeah, she is a socialist with a bunch of dumb ideas, but she's also very good on the drug war, which is another huge yeah, one. Yeah, she is. She's very good on like ending the NSA spying on all Americans, and which is she another has supported efforts thing. to audit the Fed. Uh, in addition, yep, and mm -hmm. I was going to bring yeah. that up. So on clearly, the three or four most important libertarian issues, she's pretty decent, even though she's very bad. <laughs> yeah, Tulsi gets a nice for me. I'm and bad. you know who else is a socialist on a lot of domestic stuff? The Republican Party, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, 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 very good point. <laughs> And she has to get a nice for me just from how she roasted Kamala Harris in that one debate. Oh, delicious. Like, I'll never get over that. She was burnt to a crisp. I yeah. loved it. There you go. Harris I, I absolutely loved fire. it. Tulsi's good on the justice. She's that good on really the justice reform. 
That was the end, beginning of the end of Camilla's. Yeah, that was it. That was wraps after that. If, if that's the one thing she did, we owe her a huge yeah. like, debt of gratitude. <laughs> she may have completely <laughs> saved us from President Kamala, or I don't think she would have beaten Trump, but from, from candidate Kamala. Anyway. No one roasts a pig like a Hawaiian. <laughs> wow, nice definitely one. not a, a Howie original joke. Is that a Michael Malice joke? It sounds like a Michael Malice joke. I'm sure I've heard it somewhere. It's good either way. I'm going to chime in with a uh, with a nice. All the reasons stated. The yeah, only Democrat on the stage that uh, I know there are going to be some people out there that you know, like how he was saying, flip out for giving a nice to someone who's a socialist and yada yada yada. But I think we need to judge everyone on a curve and everyone in the context of what they're doing in life. What she's doing. Is, is being literally, pretty much literally, Bernie is to an extent, but like how he said, he doesn't put it out there. She's the only true anti-war voice in the Democratic primary, which is the only political primary we're going to have this year. And it's the only mm-hmm. one that's going to get attention. So And it's her number one thing. issue. Number, number one, one issue, issue, by far. So I think for that, and, and when you add in that she's good on the drug war and a couple other things, and yeah, I think she has to get a nice. I don't office. even know what her health care plans are. I mean, are but they? Do we, but do we think it's a little silly to give Tulsi Gabbard, who is a socialist, a nice and Justin Amash a naughty? I, I've given them both a nice, but does anybody? As a vice, so I'm clear. I don't have to it's, explain It's myself. all on a curve. And <laughs> yeah, need, exactly. I, need I remind all of you, I think saying. everyone but me gave Rand Paul a naughty like four years ago. So. I'm comfortable with my... Uh, Your curves are fluctuating ago. by the day. It's, well, of like course. you said, man, it's it's what's top of mind. And and uh, Tulsi, right. despite yeah, being socialist on so many issues and horrible on climate change and Medicare and all that other shit, Rank it's is, what's recent in your mind. What's getting most attention? So you got you grade on that. It goes up. Right. In, I mean, people flip-flop year to year. For sure, flip-flop year to year in this show. Trump was, I think I gave Trump a nice in year hard, one because standard. of all the deregulation shit and, you know, trying to and talking to North Korea and all like he, a year one, Trump got a nice. He's gotten a naughty ever since. But he well, had I nice almost gave one. Kim Jong-un a nice last year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. I, I did give him a nice. <laughs> Apparently he has a Christmas present for America. Did you guys hear about that? Well, is, yeah, it gonna fall about in, that. is his Christmas present for America going to fall in Japan because he can't get it here? I'm That's sure it's, it's not, it's, come on, it's not going to be a nuke. It's not going to be a nuke. It'll be something good, I bet. Well, a little behind the scenes <laughs> here, since we have another show to do, why don't yes, we just we try do. to get a couple more in real quick, and then if we have time after that other show and we feel like it, maybe we can do a little bonus naughty or nice a little later. But I think there's a couple we should try to get in due to the way they were voted on. One of those is the guy we just mentioned. We have not officially done Trump. He usually takes 30 minutes every year. Let's not take 30 minutes on him. Let's just all give a little bit of summary. And for me, it's really easy because <coughs> while he is pretty good on a few things and he's culturally extremely entertaining, I will probably never stop being entertained by him no matter what his political positions are. Um, the fact is when you support you, not just uh, casually, but pretty much um, wholeheartedly support the Saudi Arabian government and the atrocities they're committing, you have to get a naughty as far as I'm concerned. And it doesn't go any further than that. So naughty for Trump, no matter what else is going on. That's my opinion. I'll be quick. I'll agree. There you go. I Uh, too give Trump a naughty. Um, There's a lot of things he does. I like, like uh, making the media look like the fools they are, but until he does at least one of two things ends one of the wars we're in or legalizes marijuana on the federal level, he's getting a naughty for me every year until he does one of those two things. Yeah, yeah, he's an audit here too. The the you know, continuing to push the border wall, continuing t- talking about sending uh, American troops to fight cartels in Mexico, continuing to push for the uh, the Fed's continuing involvement and lowering the rates. He's pushing bubbles, so no, he's he's a big naughty. And of course, the Yemen thing, but he's been doing that for years. So. Naughty. Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty hard for an elected president to get a nice just based on what they walk into and things that. I mean, unless they, they walk in and just start shutting down government agencies, it's about the only way you can get a nice. So it's, it's got to be a naughty for everything you guys cited. Didn't he I shut am down so, one? so down entertained, so Warren entertained one. by Donald Trump's Twitter, though. It's amazing. Did he shut down that one agency that, that like Elizabeth Warren created? That, like, oh, the uh, Consumer Protective Agency? Yeah. I think he did, and that's good because that, that was, was a couple fucking years piece ago, but, of yeah. shit. I think that's yeah, the only that, that agency he officially shut down. Yeah. So, all right. Wow. Well, look at that. That was easier than I thought it would be. 
It's getting easier every year. The more Wait, people did, you kill. Did JB give Trump a nice? Is that, did I miss that? <laughs> I think I heard that. I'm guessing not. <laughs> hey, I, tried, I tried to chime in very quickly a bunch of times. Um, I was going to say naughty, and I think there's enough audio to, to justify that so we could just swiftly move on. People when think re- you're saying not, 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 not. So one, I think we, one, I think we have to address since we're all planning our trip to the LNC national convention in Austin is Nick Sarwak. Well, I was about to let, let that go. So, okay. There it is. Oh, well, oh boy. <laughs> I'll say are this. You, are we- there, there's two Nick Sarwaks to me. There's Nick Sarwark, the libertarian chairman who tweets things that I often disagree with, who, uh, you know, puts out messaging that I don't like at all. And there's Nick Sarwark, the guy that's, you know, been nice to me in interviews and been nice to me in person. And, you know, I have no issues with that guy. Wearing Politically eyeshadow at Porkfest. Wearing eyeshadow you know. at Porkfest and, and having a good time. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, nice guys can have bad ideas. But yeah, yeah. You know. we're ta- but if we're talking about liberty, uh, I don't like the way he messages. I'll just say it. I think, and I, I, I think his podcast with Dave Smith pretty much spelled out the differences that I have with the way that Nick Sarwark see- thinks we should message liberty. And he openly said he doesn't think you know war is an important position. It's my most important position. So I will give him a naughty on those grounds. But I like the guy. Oh, somewhat in person. <laughs> and, and even, and even speaking as a Jew who said we should vote for Hitler if he's the LP candidate yeah that, that too yeah, <laughs> yeah he, gets, um, he gets annoyed for me for the same i don't know who's worse dick cheney I don't, Hitler, but i don't know if, if you guys remember okay to vote for both so there you go if you guys remember our new year's episode last year where i gave everybody a clean slate even nick sarwak he's back on my good graces until you screw up again <laughs> well <laughs> it's like young kippur for howie <laughs> for Nick Sarwak's back. Uh, he was back on the naughty list back in June at Porkfest when I didn't even realize it was him because I was a little hammered. But we were, he was arguing <laughs> about us should be getting involved in Venezuela and toppling another government, getting involved in another regime change war. You know, this is all before the Dave Smith thing where he's like, oh, yeah, well, if Dick Cheney's the candidate or Hitler's the candidate, if they're a libertarian, you should vote for them. And there's just so much nonsense. You all see it on Twitter. That's the reason, one of the main reasons I'm trying to become a delegate to go and get him out of the chairman position, get Jacob Hornberg in our presidential uh, candidate spot. And that's my answer. Next. Naughty. Star work. Naughty. No expansion, huh? I mean, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I think he's probably going to win the chair again, just because people underestimate and forget. I think we, people quickly forget what happens you know, when there's convention and how honestly people joke about he can run a meeting, but when he's up there running a meeting and commanding it, and then you see on the debate stage, maybe Joshua Smith has gotten better at debating. I don't know. Maybe he has, I don't know who else is going to be up there uh, with them, but he's, he stands out and he can handle it. He can, he can answer the questions very diplomatically and come across the right way. I agree. His messaging is terrible. I'm giving him a naughty, but I, I think he'll probably be the chairman again. Yeah, you know what I'm worried about, running, by the way? Do you but know what I'm worried does. about? Like, I'm planning on getting there maybe like Friday afternoon. I'm like, oh, what are they going to do Friday morning? Well, he, I, what if he's like, we're going to vote on LP chair, like first thing, Friday morning, as soon as we open up the convention. It doesn't really work. No. When we're all not there yet. There's going to be somebody <laughs> will gonna happen. drum up some kind of drama about the LP chair race and jump in at the last minute, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Yeah, maybe? naughty. We... We don't have. We can. We could speed past this one. I think it's pretty, pretty evident why. All right. Well, should we bounce around one more and then, uh, then move on, move on with our lives? No. Oh, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be Coon Man. <laughs> Coon Man. Is, that is, he, is he naughty? There's no. There's no debate there. It's obviously naughty. There's really none that interesting left. To be honest, there's there's Judge Knapp. Uh, you know, Judge Knapp. I, I think is a good one actually. Judge, Maybe Judge Knapp falls into the Abash category. I think. Yeah, it would be yeah. the same argument. It'd be the same thing. He's good on like everything else, and then he has a blind spot on Trump. I think that's the general consensus. We would probably have the same discussion. So I don't know if there's any <laughs> reason to go through that again. Bill Weld. Bill Weld's on there, nominated by John uh, Letterman. Obviously, naughty. naughty. Yep. Yeah, he's real naughty. If, if there was any question before, now he's just some Republican, some anti Trump Republican with no substance at all. There, there's no one that interesting left in the world. Oh, I have list. a good one. Well, we, we didn't do that this year. Controversial. But. Controversial. Okay. Rand Paul, hey, I don't know. Rand Paul's been. He's boring now. Boring. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a good. He's had a quiet uh, year. I have a good one. Jason Stapleton. 
Naughty, you're nice. <laughs> Naughty, you're nice for changing the format of his show. What do you think? Is he still a libertarian firebrand? Is he nice? So I tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'm for changing and altering. I tell you, I'm going to give him a nice just because after listening to his episode the other day, I kind of understand the repo market. Rico, now. stop breathing with your nose into the goddamn <laughs> microphone. Stop, stop breathing, Rico. I, I, I keep seeing to a pervert. Rico's the only one without filters. I keep seeing all these articles about the repo market and how big a deal this is, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And Jason just did an episode on it. And I'm like, I get it now. And sometimes he like has interesting anecdotes about it's, it's what mar- it's the re- the repo. Wait, what is it? The repo have, market, like and auto, so, like repo or whatever. No, like no, no, defaulting? no, 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 no. Like the uh, it, it has to do with like the rates that banks lend to themselves overnight. Oh yeah, what? But anyways, <laughs> also whenever I listen to Stapleton, almost like. 50% of the shows, he has like an interesting anecdote about Brian McWilliams, and I enjoy that too. <laughs> I haven't heard that one time. I listen to like one out of every six shows. Oh, yeah. he's. I listen to the show. He's like, oh, so I'm at home the other day, and Brian calls me, and it just goes like, oh, Brian, Brian McWilliams? Like, yeah, yeah, Brian McWilliams. He's like, hey, you want to come to the zoo and drink some beers? He's like, I don't know anything, he's like, I don't know anything more about what's going to happen. Everything was like, yeah, I'm in. And he's like, so we go there, and his wife, who is very pregnant, <laughs> he wasn't there. Yeah. We, oh, he's a liar. Then I'm changing. No, no, no. My wife wasn't there. My wife wasn't there. But right. uh, yeah, I, we, we hang out, man. We talk. We we uh, we hang. We're buddies. I, I actually I, know. I, I, I saw him on Saturday. Market. He was. I saw him on Saturday. I, I didn't see him socialize on Saturday. But he uh, was. He's he's uh, with his new gal, man. He's a, talking a, to her. We had a, a solid ten minute chat, and then never saw each other again. Yeah. I. Well, I can't remember talking to most people for uh, most of the time. He he gets a nice for me though. I will say, I like the show and it's more about politics than like improving your life. Because I like my shitty life. I don't want to improve. It's a lot of <laughs> sounds like sounds like a lot of hard work, a lot of bullshit. I'm like, you I don't gotta know. work really hard. To See, I like life, so. I like his new format even better than his uh, than his old show. But I don't listen as much as I did the old show just because there's too many damn podcasts out there. Well, but I'll give a nice because he's a fun guy to hang out with, and also because. Uh, there's enough libertarian podcasts, so we don't need you. That's true. Yeah, send, he needs, <laughs> and, and I appreciate him sending, uh, mentioning, plugging us, and sending people our way. And in seriousness, I do think there's maybe more value in some ways uh, to insert libertarian ideas into yep. a non-libertarian format than mm-hmm. to have an outwardly libertarian format. So, I think. yeah, that's that's what I. I also give it a nice spin because of that exact thing. I think I, I agree. You're going to convert people slow. It's better to convert people slowly through time, coming in a different direction where they come around. Like I'm seeing this in real life with like family members. This where is a strong argument against surely. our show, by the way. Just putting. Put, I know. Yeah, well, so like, this is our big announcement. We're changing <laughs> the name of Lines of Liberty to, <laughs> to Kitty called, Cats of Culture. It's, it's going to be more. All sorts of no, it's, called, it's called more wealth, power, and influence with the Lines of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I don't if get you combine is, the wealth of the six of us, it's almost a little more than Jason's. Odie's 17 revenue streams combined with our five <laughs> revenue streams. We're 22 <laughs> revenue streams. Dude, so one Top thing that Jason, one thing I don't get though is sometimes I hear ANCAPs criticize him for not being ANCAP, and it's like, well, yeah, but he's never said he was. But like what he says, what he's advocating for, it's like that's as far as we'll ever get in our lifetimes. I'm like, that's an ally. Like, I don't care. I, we, we well, let's get, let's get to where, Paul. let's get to where he wants to go. Then we'll argue about the rest of them. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be an ally with him for now. Well, I don't although, like Although myself, if we think back, whatever. if we think back to Porkfest, he was, and Rico, remember this, he was defending Craig and Craig was leaning across the table playing beer pong. So <laughs> The great beer pong. Oh, God. <laughs> do, do you guys remember? remember the leaning d- over playing beer pong. <laughs> remember the dude in white with the monocle and stuff and the... The Monopoly man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austrian Santa Claus? So... <laughs> I don't think Monopoly man was I know. that. Ho, ho, ho. So that, 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 that kind of like... Currency. The kind of... I, I was very suspicious of that dude. I'm like... We should go. This something's. This isn't right. And Jason's like, no, man, it's fine. And I'm like, nah, I'm leaving, <laughs> and I took off. But uh, I guess that was one area of disagreement. I'm like, if I were right, <laughs> we, whether we, to we, hang out with a monopoly. If man? <laughs> if I were right, we we. I mean, I felt like this is when something bad happens when you got what a is guy. Happening? That was the entire weekend, Howie. Howie, <laughs> when you've got Every a guy with minutes, no matter what we were doing, Howie's like, we should go. <laughs> that's why Howie's like, go. We got yeah, what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was crazy. All right, maybe I'm giving the Monopoly Man well, too. I'm hard starting of a time. to feel like we should go from this show right now, probably because probably. we have a lot more to do tonight. We are doing a mega mega record. And uh, maybe if you're lucky, we'll get a bonus show because it already feels like Howie's getting into bonus territory. So why don't we wrap things up? It has been a very uh, fun, naughty or nice that I have powered through through a death cold of some kind. And I appreciate you all joining me for this. And I first want to give one more nice to all of our listeners, of course, and the five of you for being contributors and fellow hosts on this here program. Without all of you, there would be no reason to do this. I wouldn't show up and just talk to myself. I might actually. I don't know. I do probably would. I probably would. Uh, I probably wouldn't have bought the microphone first. And uh, that's about it. Any other comments? Any more holiday cheer you'd like to spread to the world before we head off and do a whole other show? I just want to let all the ladies out there that have experienced my holiday cheer know that I believe syphilis has a cure. Uh, Talk to your doctor, penicillin. All right. Great. Any other other words? (laughs) Thank you for that, Brian. (laughs) Thanks, man, for the 1800s. That was Howie. (laughs) I'd like to mention one last thing about Porkfest since it's on my mind. Did you guys see the sign in the lobby of our hotel that w- was like? Every like time it, I try to end the show, Howie has a seven-minute story. Howie, no, we no, got to no, do no, a whole it's, it's, other it's, fucking it's a, show it's a, here, it's a, man. It's, well, if you, I would have been done if you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> I it was you just there, done. there was Go a on. sign in the lobby of the hotel that is like, if you're gonna open carry, don't get too hammered. Like not like <laughs> don't drink and carry a gun or don't let whatever. It's like if you're gonna open carry, don't get too hammered. <laughs> and then they I will give anybody. That. That's it. That's it. The hotel will give anybody your hotel key to your room if you tell them you know them. Yeah, that's true. That's it true. was easy to get. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, it's been another successful Naughty or Nice. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you go and join the Pride because not only will you hear the bonus content, will you get the live streams, but you also get to enter our big-time raffle for a whole bunch of free stuff, including our Merry Taxation is Death Mug, our new holiday beanie, both of which you will get if you join the Pride at certain levels. $10 or higher, you'll get that Merry Taxation is Death Mug. $15 or higher, you'll get that Merry Taxation is Death Mug, and a Merry something or other holiday beanie. I'm really losing it, so we're just going to wrap things up. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Till next time, my friends, live long! God, that hurt. And live, and live, live free. free. Scooby-da-bop, bop, shoe-bop. <laughs>